Hello and welcome to the High on Health podcast, where we deep dive into the fascinating world of gut health and everything in between. This is Dina Selina and I am your host. I am a registered nutritionist and on a mission to empower and educate people to achieve better health and happiness. If you want to thrive in life, you are in the right place. But before we dive in, here's a quick reminder that information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Things on my side has finally calmed down a bit. I've been back in the UK for about a week and I have managed to kind of center myself a little bit, you know, get all the admin done that's needing to be done before moving to France because there is a lot and there's still things I need to do, but Luckily, I can just do that in France. I just need to sort like things on this end in Scotland, in Edinburgh. So it's been nice to have like one week by myself and just kind of relax and yeah, just get organized really. I just, I have so much more peace when I'm organized with things and I get my boxes ticked off. But yeah, so things are about to get hectic again though. Well, I am going back to France this Friday to celebrate Christmas and New Year's there before coming back to Edinburgh and then officially moving to France in the beginning of January. Still deciding on what date it's going to be, but it will be in the beginning. I booked a pet in for the health certificate because I need a health certificate before moving. Um, so they are booked in on the 5th and you got 10 days to travel to France before going there or yeah you got 10 days to travel to France after you got the health certificate so it will be soon very soon it was all happening but after having this week by myself and just managing to kind of like get organized and stuff I was like right you got a weekend you're not doing anything let's do a juice fast because I haven't done a juice fast this whole year and that is so unlike me because I've been doing juice fasts twice a year for seven years. Minus this year. This will be my seventh year and I'm only doing one. I'm not doing a complete full one. Uh, I'm on day three right now. I could probably go f- all week. It's been so easy this time. The thing is about juice fast, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Uh, so for me, it's, it hasn't been a hassle at all uh, or any struggle. It's actually been just what I needed. Um, and it was so nice to just take away the the thought of what I'm going to have for dinner, what am I going to cook, even just food shopping, easier. You just buy, go to the shop, get loads of organic fruit and veg and just juice it and that's your meals for the next three or five days. Now, I will break it either tonight or tomorrow, but I might do it, break it and then do it again for a day or two just because I honestly, it's just what I needed. It's just, it's just so good. And I think I have to do a whole new podcast or whole new, another episode about juice fasting because uh, this is not what I'm going to talk about today. And it's one of those things I could probably ramble on for the next half an hour about juice fasting and how amazing it is. But today I really want to talk about alcohol because I asked on Instagram this week if anyone has thought about becoming sober and the response was very interesting because I asked people have you ever thought about coming sober like yes sometimes or no I can't remember the exact numbers of votes but the majority 
voted yes or sometimes. I think it was 100, 150 people who voted yes or sometimes. And it was under 20 people who said no. And I find that so interesting because I've been thinking about going sober this whole year. And I want to talk about this because I find this is such an interesting topic. And the whole like drinking culture and alcohol is such a interesting topic because it's such a pressure thing. It's such a thing in society like you expect everyone to drink. Pretty much all social activities involves drinking. Any kind of celebration involves drinking. It's such a big part of our culture. So I I really want to like share my thoughts and feelings about this because I have so many. And maybe it will inspire you to drink less, stop drinking, or maybe just continue exactly the way you're doing. Because since last year, I started to have the thoughts of becoming sober. I can't remember exactly wh- why or when, but I think it was because I was used to work as a DJ. And I kind of stopped doing that this year because I want to focus on more on my nutrition business, my own health. I just got tired of the late nights. I got tired of being around drunk people, being around, you know, if you've ever been sober and you're in a nightclub or in a bar and there's loads of drunk people, it's just really bad negative energy. Like I'm very spiritual and I can feel it's just a bad vibe. It just, it's not for me anymore. Now, if you're drunk, you don't notice that. You're having the best time. But I think he maybe started stemming from this. And also the fact that I am just tired of being hungover. Like hungover is so boring. It's so shit. Like you would never in a million years drink something or eat something that's going to make you feel like shit the next day. Like, but you would do it with alcohol because it might taste nice or you're having fun. So that's like, it's understandable, but is it really that much more fun when alcohol's in the picture? And it might be. To be fair, I've had some great nights out and I've had a lot of good time drinking alcohol. You know, we've been to festivals, birthday parties, celebrations, New Year's Eve, Christmas. Like there's something about having a glass of wine being with your friends. But then again, having a full day the next day where you not feel right, you don't feel 100%, you might be spewing, you might have a headache, you might just feel extremely fatigued, tired, and all, and all those kinds of feelings or symptoms that you get from a hangover. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's not really worth it. I It was worth it when I was 20. It was worth it when I was 25 because I didn't really have anything else to do other than that, well, I was studying, but obviously when you study, you just drink more. It's a thing. But I feel like when you get older, your values change. You prioritize different things. You know, I might settle down. You might have kids. I'm 32. I don't have any kids. I have complete freedom of my life. So I could I could drink every single day if I wanted to. That wouldn't be a problem. Well, it'd probably be a problem for my business, but, you know, I have the freedom to do so. But yeah, when it comes to becoming sober the first thought I had around it was probably well a I know it's not good for you alcohol is not good for you there was actually someone I can't remember his name but posted about that some alcohol is actually good because if you look if you if you listen to Dr. 
Andrew Huberman's podcast about alcohol, he says there's literally no benefits whatsoever to drinking alcohol and max two drinks per week is like the limit. Anything over that is just damaging to your health. Now, I can't, can't remember this guy's name, but he pulled up all the studies around alcohol and showed that there is actually some benefits if you have like one, I think it's half a drink a day to certain types of conditions. Now, but it could have the opposite effect for other conditions. So it's kind of a gray area, but how many people just have just one glass of wine or two glasses of wine per week? There is probably loads, but majority, they will like to go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night or have probably 10 plus drinks. That's, that's normality for most people. So that was one thing. I obviously know it's not good for my health. Sometimes as being a nutritionist as well, I actually feel guilty of drinking alcohol or even show that I drink alcohol or even say that I drink alcohol. It's, it's, it, I just feel like it goes a little bit against what I believe in, what I promote. But then again, I also enjoy wine. I enjoy being with friends. I enjoy having a beautiful dinner with a really expensive bottle of wine. That's something I've grown up with. That's something is a big part of my life and I do enjoy it. Now, I do not enjoy being drunk anymore. I don't even enjoy being tipsy. So this is another reason why I'm like, um, maybe I should become sober. <laughs> if there was wine that didn't have alcohol in it, but tasted the same, I would be absolutely fine. But it's the, it's the thing that I've fucking love wine. I love the taste of it. I love to go to wine tasting. I go on wine trips with my Norwegian friends every year now. It's just, it's such a big part of me as a person. And the other reason why I've been thinking about coming sober is I also realized if I drink, it does affect my productivity in my business. And I find that very frustrating because sometimes I'll pull myself together if I'm not too hungover and I'll just do the work that needs to be done but I, I hate having a full day of doing nothing just watching Netflix ordering takeaways I hate that is it's just it, it, that is not a part of me anymore I would love it before didn't mind you know be really hungover wouldn't mind but that for me now is just such a waste of your life, waste of time. I hate wasting time. That's one thing I really <laughs> dislike. So that is another thing. And I think I was playing around with this idea of becoming sober since last year, 2022. And I'd done, you know, obviously sober October, I did dry January this year and I actually said to myself I'm going to be sober until I release Healthy Gut Academy and I obviously didn't do that because Healthy Gut Academy got released in November, October, October, yeah 31st of October Healthy Gut Academy got released so I obviously was not sober until October but it has been playing in my mind this whole year and even in the beginning of the year, I was speaking to my friend Ryan about this and I said, I obviously I shared my thoughts and feelings with him and he's actually gone sober for a, quite a long time. He's like, he's not so fully sober now, but he does have occasional drinks, drinks a lot less than he used to. But I actually created this like note on my iPhone. I had a list of reasons why I didn't like to drink 
or why I didn't like to get drunk essentially because I can obviously have one glass of wine and that's fine but I, I just want to get away from like oh you have one and then you have three and then you have ten you know so I wrote this list in my notes in my phone and it says why you don't like alcohol and I listed all the reasons why I don't like alcohol and they are as follows it disrupts sleeps now it really does disrupt disrupt sleeps I can have two drinks and it would disrupt my sleep so that's one thing feel shit the next day ages you faster that's one thing I actually notice about my face and I feel like Obviously, I'm 32, but I'm still young. But this year, because I've been drinking a lot more this year, because I've been traveling so much this year, and you know how it is when you go to the airport or you were traveling to a warm country, you want to sit on the beach with a with a pina colada or a margarita or a bottle of champagne or whatever. You know, it's just a thing that I also love, but also don't love. Yeah, so I I feel like my face looks like it's tired from alcohol that's inflammation there that's what I feel like my face looks like so that's another thing which is proven by science as well science as well alcohol does age you faster less productive we already spoke about this I I am less productive when I drink and especially if it has a big night say if it's like someone's birthday and we go all out I'll be hungover the next day and might even feel it Monday even Tuesday sometimes now as well but not per se that you I feel hungover I just don't have the mo- like I don't have the brain power that's where it is is I can go to the gym that's fine but I don't have the brain power and losing like two or three days of your week when you're running your own business this is not good next one it's not healthy at all it's not healthy at all simple as heart palpitations I hate those when you drink alcohol and you feel like your heart is gonna pump out of your chest I feel like I never really had those until my maybe late 20s or maybe I'm wrong maybe I had it when I was 20 but I didn't care but I, it don't, doesn't happen with every single alcohol I drink I, I find it happens more when I drink red wine funnily enough because they say like oh red wine is good for your heart health I don't think it is heart palpitations is not good and uh, you always regret it always there's the thing I don't think there's one time the last two three yeah, two, three years where I'm like, didn't like didn't wake up and didn't regret drinking. I think every single time I woken up with a hungover, I was like, why did I drink that much? Or I shouldn't have gone out or I shouldn't have done that. And that's actually true. I always regret it. Like always, unless I'm on holiday. That's the thing. If I'm on holiday with my friends and we're in the sunshine and we drink nice wine, I do not regret it but going out in Edinburgh on a Friday or Saturday night I regret it now that being said I haven't done that in probably a year I can't remember if I've been out in Edinburgh this year I actually don't think I have like so so that's the thing another thing as well I do not I do not want to go out partying anymore that's I'm done with that I'm finished with that that's not my scene anymore doesn't mean I never want to go and party again no it does not but it means that that's that's part is easy if you said to me Dina let's go out Saturday I'd probably be like no let's go out for a nice dinner yes but you don't get me out in a club anymore at least not in Edinburgh next one I like this one could be a bit controversial or maybe someone will get triggered about this one but I wrote that you find that people who drinks a lot don't have much going on with their life 
which can be true to some extent and can also be complete opposite. I feel like if you live for the weekend, if you just get excited about going out to drink, not much is going on in your life. Like you need to find happiness somewhere else. And I I feel like I've been in that boat before as well, where as soon as it was Friday, I have to go and buy a bottle or something just because it was Friday. I find that sad to be completely honest. Like why, why live for the weekend? Why not live every day? You know what I mean? Why? Do you need, why do you need alcohol every weekend? Like what, why? Like this is the question I have. And this is why I find it so fascinating topic because why? Like if you really start breaking it down, you're like, I don't know. I actually don't know. It's just a habit. Is it a habit? Is it a just social culture? We just do it and that's what everyone does and that's what we do. Like, what is it? And the last one, you look like shit the next day, which is true. You get you get inflamed, you look tired, bags under the eyes, you you don't look pretty. I do not look pretty when I'm hungover. You can tell that I'm hungover when you look at me. Like it just changed my fa- my features in my face. Now, I have under this under this list of reasons why I don't like alcohol, I actually put a tally where I could cross off if that was true. So it goes as follows. Times I've drank and I enjoyed it, thought it was worth it. And next one, but was unproductive the following day. Um, But drank too much. (laughs) That can also be one. But was an all-nighter, had fun, but was it really worth it? And all those kind of ties together. So the times I drank and I enjoyed it, I thought it was worth it. I'll be like, yes, today it was worth it. And I actually ticked off five times and I stopped doing this in February. So I probably had a good time. But then I ticked off one, but wasn't productive the following day. And one, no, two after but drank a bit too much. And but wasn't all night, but was it really worth it? Question mark one. And then... The following was times I conferred everything above, meaning like I confirmed the list of why I don't like alcohol. And that was also, that was six times. And even just looking at that, and I started this in January and this was like end of February. How many times have I drank? That's like 10, six times. That's a lot for a month. I don't drink that much anymore. I've totally cut down on my alcohol consumption this year. Mine is when I'm going away on holiday. Well, I have actually cut cut down that too. See, this is what I've been doing this year because I obviously had these sober thoughts and feelings all year. And what I've actually done is to cut down less on what I drink. So instead of drinking too fast, I drink slower. I drink a lot of water when I drink and I will go to bed early. I won't stay up to two o'clock or three o'clock or four o'clock. I think I've had two nights, which has been like a really late one, like a five or a six this whole year. And that used to be a lot more when I was younger. Uh, but most of the time I've been, gone to bed by 12, one o'clock. Um, anything after one, I feel like that's you're going to waste in the following day because you're getting lack of sleep. So that's one thing I've really changed this year is to drink less to drink a lot of water. I've always been good at drinking water when I drink alcohol. It's a thing in Norway, it's not a thing in the UK, which I find so bizarre because I remember coming to the UK and they're like, you're drinking water? Like, are you a pussy? And I'm like, 
no, I'm actually smart because it's going to help my hangover the next day. And I find that as well. That's what, what is that? What is that? Like, why does people look down on you when you're trying to be a little bit more healthy? Like, what is that? Anyways, I've obviously, obviously taught this to all my friends and some of them have been like, Dina, drinking water when you drink alcohol, like you're such a game changer when the next day. I'm like, yes, because you hydrate yourself. And that's one of the reasons why you get so bad hangovers as well is because you, you alcohol dehydrates you as well as there's also some um, discussion that if you start drinking alcohol and you're already dehydrated, that's going to worsen your hangovers as well so there's a little tip for you always drink a lot of water when you drink alcohol you still get drunk don't worry about it but you won't feel as bad the next day and I feel like I've done that this year and I managed it even being on holiday I've I've drank what I want to drink I have drank enough water and I feel obviously hungover the next next day but not as bad not all the time I've had some times where I'm like head down the toilet don't get me wrong and another thing I also incorporated is I will only drink nice drinks. And that means that I will only buy nice wine. If I have a sip of it and I'd be like, this is not nice wine, I won't drink it. If I go to a pub and they don't have like a nice gin and tonic, like they have a good top shelf gin and, you know, fever tree tonic. If I don't have that, I won't drink it. I won't, I won't just have a pint somewhere. I will I will make sure the alcohol I drink is top quality because that also improves the quality, obviously, of course, improves the quality of alcohol, but that's better for your body as well. You know, these really cheap drinks, they can be actually worse, make your hangover worse, be worse for your body. Like if you look at what they put in wine, you'd be surprised. So that's another thing. I've been trying to buy organic wine or biodynamic wine just to kind of help a little bit there. And I feel like I've gotten in a really good place this year. Even though I had some like heavy nights, not as many, as I probably can count on one hand. And I've had a few nights or mornings where I'm head down the toilet. I have improved significantly since the last few years. But I still feel like there's more to do. And after having these sober thoughts for a whole year I feel like right now is the time because I've done sober months before and I've done up to five months I've done that twice I've done one in 2013 and 2014 and I did that and it was easy it was actually easy and that's the thing as well when you when you stop drinking alcohol even for three weeks you just kind of get, you don't feel like you need it. If you drink every week, you feel like, oh, you know, oh, a glass of wine would be nice for dinner or a glass of wine would be nice here or, oh, I'll just have one pint there or whatever, you know? It just becomes, I don't know, it's easier to want it when you drink it often. But if you go off it, you don't really want it anymore. And that's the same as sugar. So say if you eat sugar every single day or every week, you're kind of like, oh, I've got a sugar craving. I want to eat some, some chocolate or some sweets or whatever. And then you go off to sugar and then you don't fancy anymore. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. So for me, thinking about going sober, that doesn't seem that of a hard thing to do. The only thing that I have like struggled with in my mind is the wine. Because I love to wine and dine. I love to 
go to tasting menus and have the wine package and taste the flavors with the wine and just it's an experience it's not to get drunk it's not to you know socialize well it's to socialize because you are with friends but it's not the oh let's go and get pissed kind of vibe it's there for an experience it's part of something that will give you something some value you taste new flavors and new combinations and you're like oh my god this is amazing that's where I struggle and I actually said earlier this year I'm like oh maybe my rule should be you can only drink alcohol with wine no you can only drink alcohol with food but then I feel like if you have that one rule it would still be easy to kind of just you know, fuck it, you know, I'll have one drink after dinner, you know what I mean? So, it's it's a bit of a minefield in my, in my head, because I feel, because if you're, if you're spiritual, if you're into astrology and all that kind of stuff, I'm a Gemini, and this feels like I've never been more Gemini than this topic, because one, one part of me saying like, let's go for it, it's going to be easy, you have, won't have any problem with it, you're just going to see all the benefits, the health benefits, blah, blah, blah. And another part of me were just like, yeah, but Dina, remember all the wine tours? And, you know, what if someone has a birthday party and they invite everyone for this really nice restaurant with this really nice wine? Like, you're going to you're gonna miss out on that. It's really like two people in my head going back and back, like contradicting each other. So with that being said, I just think that I have had this question in my head for so long. I think it's just got to do it and just see and try it out and figure out is this something I want to continue with or is this something I just want to do for a while to figure out what my actual answer is. So what my plan is, is to maybe do 100 days sober next year. Because first I was like, I'll just do as long as I can, but I think I need to have like amount of days, like 100 days sober, I think is what I'm going to go for. Still, I haven't said I'm going to go for it. I think I'm going to go for it. But I'm pretty sure this is what I need to do. Because someone said to me as well, like, if you're already asking a question, I think you already know the answer. So, and even if I figure out during those 100 days that I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go fully sober. I still want to enjoy alcohol. Then it's fine. I know I will have more clarity. I will understand, okay, this is what Dina Selena needs. And this is what Dina Selena wants. Because even thinking like, if I decide to go sober I even think like when I get married I want to have some champagne I want to have some celebration I want to have a party you know if if my if it's my birthday I probably want to have a drink you know there's like these things as well that I'm like I probably would like to have a drink then but then again I might not I might go through these hundred days and be like holy shit life without alcohol is so much better which I think is going to be like but I might even be like you know what I'll have it here and there maybe Maybe I have some more clarity. Maybe I have some more answers to my question because when I done my sober months before, I feel great. You have all the clarity in your head. You have all the brain power that you need. You don't feel unproductive. You can even manage your mental health better. Like as I said in the previous podcast, is that this year has been very stressful for me and I found that I'm really bad at managing my emotions. I've been really bad at that this year. And the only reason why I know I'm bad at managing my emotions is because of the alcohol. Because that's another thing. A lot of people, when they are stressed, they had a shit day or something bad happened to them, what do they do? They go and drink. 
Now that's one thing I don't do anymore. I decided this is not for me. I know it will feel okay. You'll feel better when you drink and you can have a big cry and then you might have a wee dance and then whatever. And then the next day you're going to feel twice as bad and that happens every single time. So that's something I don't do anymore. I'm really good at that. And every time I wake up, I feel better. So if you're a person that tends to go for the alcohol when you've had a stressful day, do not do it. Just do not do it. Go and watch the movie, put a dance dance on, do some dancing, go for a walk, listen to a podcast, anything, just go away from the alcohol. So that's one thing I don't do anymore. And that's really helped. Yeah. Obviously life with alcohol will probably be better. Now, another thing I've even said myself when I was younger And I find also super, super frustrating. I'm like, I'm actually getting pissed off at this. Is that what people say? Oh, if you don't drink, you're boring. Oh, that person doesn't drink. Why are you boring? Like, what's going on? You're a fucking loser if you say that. Like, seriously. The people who are sober, for whatever reason, they're probably the most strongest people ever on this planet because they're going against the social norm. They have to go and get all that willpower and mentality and strength to be able to stay sober. I do not think it's easy, especially if like you're an alcoholic or living with alcoholism, or if you just want to do it for health benefits or you've been told by your doctor you can't drink alcohol. It's really hard because the social pressure is real. And I find that so upsetting. I find that so sad. And I feel people who say stuff like that have actually no joy in life because if they need alcohol to make themselves happy, something isn't right. Something is wrong here. Because you even like see the people that just live the simple life, you know, will happily just go to the park and read a book or go for a walk or just enjoy nature, enjoy the simple things, they're probably 10 times more happier than people who goes clubbing every Friday and Saturday. Like, for real. I also seen that there is a bigger group of people who's becoming sober now, is becoming in to not drink. And I find that's really cool as well. I find that, I find that so fascinating too. Because if you really look at it, if you really sit down and think about alcohol and how it makes you feel and what it does to you or, you know, obviously there is positive things about alcohol, don't get me wrong. As I said, I love my wine and dine. I love to have wine with friends. Like it's, it's, it's magical sometimes, don't get me wrong. But it's the fact that people are so sucked into drinking alcohol all the time. And if you really break it down, you're like, when would I ever put something in my body that's going to make me feel bad? Well, people, some people do that even with just normal food. That is true. But you know you're going to feel bad. You know you might be throwing up the next day or during the night. Like every, the times I've been head down the toilet after, after drinking, I'm like, what are you doing, Dina? Like, what is this? What's going on here? Like, this is, especially being a nutritionist as I am as well, imagine if someone saw me like that. That's, that's, that's like, that's out of order. Like, it's obviously, it happens now and again and it's fine, but I'm just a bit like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? 
<sighs> now, what I think is going to happen when I become sober, I feel like it's going to be maybe a struggle in the beginning, but maybe not because see, I'm doing this juice fast now and I got invited to a Christmas party thing on Saturday and I nearly decided not to do the juice fast because I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to have a drink. But then I thought, you know what? No, <laughs> you cannot put this off any longer. It's now or never. If you want to get a juice fast in, in 2023, you need to do it now. So do not put it off. So I decided not to drink and you know what? I enjoyed it. I did not miss it at all because I was on this health kick or I was, you know, I was feeling the health benefits of the juice fasting. So it was making things so much easier. Now, what I was thinking as well next year, and I said that in the previous podcast, is to do a bikini fitness competition. And I might just do that just to kind of help me be focused on the soberness of the 100 days of sober depending how long I'm going to prep for, 100 days, how much is that? Probably to be sober for longer, to be fair, if I'm going to prep for a bikini fitness competition, which is not a bad thing. But that kind of, if you have that kind of external or it's a kind of external commitment that kind of goes hand in hand, it will be easier, it will make more sense. And because when you uh, when you prep for a bikini competition, you can't drink alcohol. Like you maybe like have a glass here and there, but you shouldn't really drink any alcohol. And I might just do that just to kind of help me on on that aspect of thing. But it's still in the thinking box about this. And if this is something you are also considering of becoming sober in twenty twenty four, or even trying it out as I'm going to do. You could also just spin it around, be like, you know what, I'm gonna write myself a diet plan or I'm gonna seek help from nutritionist or I am going to go to the gym three times per week or whatever it is. Kind of like just combine the going alcohol-free or sober with your health journey. I think that would be a really good motivational factor as well. If you, if you cut down the alcohol, you're gonna lose weight a lot quicker because if you look at how many calories there is in alcohol, and also how like alcohol is uh, metabolized and what happens to the body the next day. You know, you'd be, you'd be surprised how much uh, that will help you to lose weight. <sighs> but I want to go back to where I asked my followers, have you sometimes thought about becoming sober? A question was yes, or sometimes or no. And I asked the people who said yes or sometimes to let me know what's stopping them. And I like to go through them because they're very fascinating and I like to discuss this a bit. So one person says, my husband and I have gone sober. He's on eight weeks today and I'm no longer as unintentionally stopped. So she just stopped because her husband did. And that's another thing as well. If you're in a, if you're in a relationship and you're like, let's go sober together. You might have the other person saying, no, I don't want to be boring. And then you give them a slap and you're like, listen, you're boring. Let's fucking get healthy together. Let's do something together that we can work on and improve our relationship and become even better partners. Like when does couple fights happen? Mainly when there's alcohol involved. Um, so I even said this to Blair. I was like, I'll, if, you, if you ever thought about going sober, I would happily go sober with you. And he and as and I said to him, I don't think you would with me because obviously rugby, big drinking culture, lads, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, and he was just like, no, I'll, I'll do it, but I probably would drink when you were in there. I'm like, well, that's not going sober, darling. And he, because obviously Blair is 26, 27, I'm 32. I didn't have my sober thoughts until I was 
probably 31. So I think I think a lot of people will get there eventually if it's if it's when they're 30 or 40 or 50. I think it will play on most people's mind because they realize, you know what, not everything is alcohol. In their 20s, alcohol is pretty much everything. But for most people, not all. But when you're hitting 30, there's something about hitting 30, guys. Another person said, temptation, habit and pressure from people. And this is exactly what we've been speaking about as well. There is temptations everywhere. You see alcohol adverts. Even if I go on Instagram or watch a movie and I see someone making a cocktail or sitting by the fire with a glass of wine or anything like that, I'm like, oh my God, I would like a drink now. It's funny how how that, how tempted you get to drink alcohol just by looking at it, especially in an advert or Instagram. I honestly find it so bizarre. Even like, because I used to be a heavy smoker, here's a fun fact, a real heavy smoker when I was younger, early 20s. And I tried to stop for years and I didn't really want to, couldn't re- like a struggle to, to, to quit really. And I think there was times where I was trying to quit and as soon as I watched a movie and someone's smoking a cigarette, I'm like, oh, I want a cigarette. I found that so bizarre. Like, why Why did I see someone smoking a cigarette and I want a cigarette? Yeah, there's something about watching someone else doing something that was really nice and you kind of remember the feeling of how that would look like, you know, glass of wine with friends from the fire, sitting on the beach, pina colada in your hand. It's tempting. And also habit is a habit. You know, I used to get a bottle of Prosecco every Friday just because it was Friday. It's Saturday, let's have a drink. Like, what else are you going to do? Habit and pressure from people. Again, people just like, oh, just got one drink or stay for one drink. And sometimes I think I have done in the past and I say like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm not drinking because I'm juicing. And people won't even say anything. They'll be like, oh, okay, cool. They understand I can't drink. But if I say I won't drink because I just don't want to drink, that's a problem. That's 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 a problem why is that a problem i just don't want to drink leave me alone and i think people should get more firmer about this as well be like hey i said i don't want to drink like no point of pressuring me like this is not okay because it's not okay it's not okay at all another person said too many parties i hear you to be fair, even now, there's always something social on. Even if it's not a party, there's like an event or there's you have to catch up with your friend and of course get a bottle of wine. And it's honestly, I think I could drink every single day if I was going to keep up with everything. And there is too much going on. There's too many events, too many parties and everything is involved around alcohol. It is hard. Another person said, already sober, LOL, just over a year now, best decision ever. See? might be the best decision ever. I might do 100 days and be like, hell yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick on the sober train. I might I might be like, whoa, this is this is what I've been needing or this is what I've been wanting. Or maybe I'll stay sober for two years and then I, uh, drink again. I don't know. Like, it doesn't really matter. I feel like even if you decide I want to become sober, if you decide to have a drink, just one drink, doesn't mean you're like failed. I don't think that is it either. But it might be easier to be like, oh, I'm not going to touch anything because I know if I have one, I'll have three or five because a lot of people are like that. That's another thing, actually, I forgot to mention. I've been really good at managing just to have a couple of drinks and not just like all drink until someone leaves or until it's time to leave. I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to have two drinks or three drinks, my max, and then I'm going to go home and then I'm going to get to bed and I'm going to have a good night's sleep and I won't feel as bad the next day. That's another thing. If you're at this point where you're like, I can't just have one drink, teach yourself how to do that. Like that's a game changer. 
Another person said stress. So I assume this person will go for alcohol when they have stressful events, stressful job, family life, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you know, something stressful is happening. I think when you tend to go for alcohol and you do that when you're stressed, you need to learn to manage your emotions. You really need to learn to, to cope with that in a different way because just going to alcohol every single time is not going to be the answer. Is honestly, I think it's, it's going to make things worse. And it's not alcohol. As I said, as I said, alcohol is not good for you. It's it's not it's not healing. It's not beneficial. It fuck up your sleep. It's going to make things worse. So I really think that managing your stress levels in a different way, finding new things. Like for me, I need to listen to music or dance that puts me in completely happy state straight away, or even like meaningful songs that means a lot to me. That really helps. Or even go for a walk, bake a cake, go to the gym. Gym is another one. Great. So really learn to have to manage your stress levels. I think it will be really, really good. Another person said, living in France and have access to the best red wines in the world. So I can give a hint that that's just one of the girls that I know in France. And yes, that's another thing as well. I'm moving to the wine country. I'm moving to France. And here I'm talking about becoming sober. And you might be thinking, Dina, maybe you should wait. Maybe you should just enjoy yourself a little bit. What do you move? And I'm like, no, this is the perfect time. Like, bring the challenge on, like, bring on the proper challenge. Will it be hard? Maybe I'll get to France and I'll be like, guys, I can't do sober. I can't go sober right now. I can't go alcohol free. I might say that. I'm not, I'm not gonna, or am I? I can you see my issue? <laughs> can you see where I'm going from one side to the other? But yeah, I hear you, girl. I hear you. I love French wine and I'm moving to the country of French wine. So how, how are we going to do? Well, how, how is it going to go? Another person said, I don't know, but I always is thinking about it. And that's where you should probably sit down and break it down as I've done. Like, why do you not like alcohol? Why do you like alcohol? Do all the pros and cons. What is the pros and cons for you? And if it's more cons than pros, I think you got your answer. Try it out. Try it even 30 days, two weeks. Like if you drink every single day, or every single day, every single week, you might want to try going sober for two weeks, three weeks, whatever you find is manageable. Do not celebrate with a drink, by the way. That's not how you should do it. But yeah, figure out, figure out why, why you don't know. Another girl said, drinking is kind of expected. My career, I have to entertain customers, beach drinking. So this woman actually messaged me privately and shared her thoughts about it as well a bit more in in depth and that's the thing drinking is to be expected and there is as many cultures or even careers jobs where like you should drink that's that's part of the job like do it if you don't do it you're not part of the team like you need to fit in uh, then i'd be like find a new job or just like put your foot down and and stand with what you want like if you want to become sober or if you want to drink less, just just do it. Like no one is stopping you really except yourself. Cause I think when we get external voices being like, oh, come on, just one drink. Or like, why do you not drink? You're like, oh yeah, but okay. At the end of the day is your decision, no one else's. But you just have to make the decision for yourself and forget to stop listening to the stupid people telling you you should drink. 
Another person said, have not been high or drunk in nine years. Amazing, fantastic. I honestly feel like the people who don't drink anymore, they feel like they don't need it. So there's obviously millions of people around the world who's gone sober and prefer it and don't feel like they don't need it. And here we are, rest of us be like, oh yeah, but I need it. I need to, ha oh, I just need one glass for this or I need to celebrate for this or I just need to let loose or whatever it is, you know? I don't think we need it. Pretty much already, but I like to go out for for vino cocktails every now and then. See, I think that's a perfect thing. Like, as I said, I don't think I will go a hundred percent sober forever. But but then you know who who knows who knows. But the having the the willpower or just like you know I don't know if it's if yeah it probably is willpower discipline where like I don't want to get drunk I don't want to you know stay up to stupid hours in the morning but I do enjoy a wino a wino a wino a wino yeah a wino and a cocktail here and there and then you feel like oh I can't I feel like you might not be missing out or you can't drink it because you're like oh I'm committed I'm staying sober you know so I think that's I think that's a super healthy way of doing it Another person said, I am sober, amazing. Another person said, social anxiety, don't think I could socialize without it. Now, this is interesting. If you can't socialize with alcohol, you need to learn how to socialize. You can't have, you can't use a drug, because it is a drug, to help you socialize then you really need to get yourself out of the comfort zone and learn how to socialize without alcohol because you can't rely on something like this for the rest of your life. And I think like if relying on alcohol because you got social anxiety, that's just gonna make things worse down the line. And obviously like I'm a bit of an introvert when I meet new people and I, I'm the kind of person as well that will drink a little bit more just to kind of like loosen up a bit because I don't get so stiff or awkward. Uh, so I do that as well. But I feel like it's very important that you learn how to socialize or meet new people or even, you know, if you're just being with your friends, you shouldn't need to drink alcohol. Like if you're talking in that aspect, find new friends. Like if you can't socialize with your friends with alcohol, find new friends, period. But yeah, learning how to get out of your comfort zone, learning, you know, how to conversalize, conversalize, conversation, have conversations, conversationalize, I can't even say that word, learning to how to have conversations with other people without using a drug. I think that is the key here for you. And it might take a long time. It might take one week. It might You might do it once and be like, oh, you know what? This wasn't too bad. Try it out. Like wine, but only drink occasionally, so don't feel it's an issue. So you're kind of same as me, love wine. I could also just think like, oh, I can have a couple here and there. But I think, as I said earlier, there's always parties, there's always something going on, and that's where the problem is. Especially when I have such an amazing friend circle as I have, and there's always an event on here and there, and then you want to catch up with this friend, and you want to catch up with that friend. It can easily become like three days of the week where you're going out for some wine that's my problem and it's better to just say okay I'm not drinking because it's just easier to say I'm not drinking another person said social situations again I get you I feel you I hear you I'm the same like I feel like with the social situation thing is for most people it's easier when you have a drink when you go out for social events it's easier it's so much easier it just kind of takes off like a little bit of 
you know, anxiety, stress, you know, just go in with the flow, loosen up with a glass or two or three, you know, I get it, I get it. Another person said, the question was, why is stopping you from going sober? And some person said alcohol. And this was one of my friends who loves her wine, so she would never go sober, I know for a fact. Another person saying, nothing, I did it, amazing. Another person saying, I'm sober. Another person saying, happy having hugely reduced drinking so far. Don't feel the need to completely stop. Amazing. Like if you find your balance, that I think that's the key as well. If the balance for you is to completely cut it out or if the balance for you is to maybe go out and have a heavy night every every month or just have a couple here and there, you know, find your balance, what works for you. And that's the thing as well. I'm not saying here everyone should become sober and it's going to be the most amazing thing ever. Or maybe it would be. I don't know. Imagine how life would be if everyone went sober. Crime rate would go down. Domestic violence would go down. You know, war would probably go down. People would probably be a lot happier. I, to be fair, is alcohol the issue here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe part of the issue. Uh, another person said, really, I don't really don't drink much. Amazing. Some people just don't. They're just not in that culture or not, not culture. They're just not in that space like I grew up with a dad who had his own has his own wine club taught me all about wine took me up to nice restaurants wine and dine you know I grew up with this so this is part of my life if you just grew up with not drinking you won't drink that much lifestyle and friend circle yeah if you have a lifestyle that's involved around drinking if you have a friend circle that just loves to drink it's going to be hard but if you're already asking the questions like should I become sober maybe you should just try it out your friends should support you. Your, to be fair, your work colleagues should support you. So it's one of those things like, try it out. Try it out. What you got to lose? Nothing. You only got stuff to win. You might lose weight. You become healthier. You will. It will help your gut. It's good for gut health, guys. Um, try it out. Someone said, I genuinely really enjoy a glass of red wine two is usually my limit see perfect another person who has their balance figured out love that constant pressure to drink as a young person in today's society get called boring if you don't again if you call someone boring because they don't drink you are the fucking boring loser here and yeah they said a really bad word there i'm glad i stopped myself <laughs> but yeah let people be themselves let people be let them do what they want to do like if you feel like people are boring because they don't drink alcohol, it's not something there. It's not wrong with them, but something is wrong with you. And I'm going to say, I used to be the person who used to say that. I used to even say, like, I would not date a guy who didn't drink because that would be a deal breaker for me. Right? So I've been there. I've changed the way I'm thinking. I got a new perspective of things. I, f I feel like the people who say people are boring because they don't drink, they're the boring people. Self-destructions helps me to be normal. I don't really know how to what to comment on this one because you want to get sober, but you'd still drink because you self-destruct yourself and that helps you become normal. Maybe seeing a therapist, maybe like seeking professional help is something that will benefit you. Um, like if people drink to self-destruct, there's some internal things that's going on uh, that needs to be dealt with and looking for external sources such as alcohol is not going to, alcohol or drugs to be fair, is not going to help in that matter at all and it can just lead down a really dark pathway so seeking professional help if that, if you obviously you can see it's a problem so that's something I would definitely do. 
if I was you. Another person says, my social life. Yeah, well, we should maybe all start getting new hobbies, alcohol-free hobbies, like, I don't know, knitting. It's really popular in Norway now, apparently. Go for walks. You know, even just sitting and having conversation with a cup of tea or play games. Play games. Like, how good is playing games with your friends? You don't need, well, sometimes it's fun with alcohol, but you don't really need, need it. Another person says, I do enjoy a few drinks. Also enjoy the fresh, healthy feeling. So cutting alcohol right down. Amazing. Another balanced person. Love it. Maybe I'm afraid I don't have the mindset required as I feel that I have lost a lot of more motivation. Well, let's unpack this because you're afraid you don't have the mindset to do it. But the first thing you need to do is just start doing it. Just start. That's the first thing. And if you manage to go two weeks without alcohol, five days without alcohol, six days without alcohol, it doesn't matter. That's that's the first step done. And even if it's just a week or two weeks, like maybe aim for two weeks, see how that you feel. You know, oh, feeling great. Let's do another week. All right, how do you feel now? Let's do another week. You know, maybe that's the way you can do it. Uh, figure out why have you lost your motivation. Find your motivation. What is your why? This is the thing you always have to ask. What is your why? What is my why? Why do I want to cut down on alcohol. I ha- clearly have my whys. I have them written down. Break it down, unpack everything and figure out why you don't want to drink alcohol anymore. Then you- there you will find your motivation. And the days where you feel weak or you feel like you're losing your self-discipline or losing your motivation, just look at your list of your whys. Then you'll be like, oh, that's why. That's why I won't have a drink today. I barely drink as it is, so when when I do, it's because I really want one margarita, so I feel like I should. Perfect, you know. If someone, if you barely drink and then you just have a margarita when you want, when you want one, I love that cocktail. Probably my favorite cocktail as well, actually. Perfect. I think that's great. This is healthy. This is very healthy. Another one of the French girls says French wine. I hear you. Maybe I get to France and I'd be like. Maybe I changed my mindset. Cause this, that here's another thing as well. When I'm on holiday to another country and I drink, it just feels different. It doesn't feel the same as drinking in Edinburgh. And I wonder why that is. And if anyone has the same feeling as that, please let me know because I don't understand why. I don't understand why when I drink in Edinburgh, even if I have just a couple of glasses, just feel shit. I just feel like this is not worth it. What is this? But have if I got like a couple of glasses in France or in Italy or in Tenerife for that sake, I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. Like I can never go sober. I'm like there. It's I don't know if why what it is about the location. Maybe it's the sun. Maybe the air, the people, the type of quality of wine. Who knows? If anyone has the same feeling, let me know. I love red wine too much. Could give up the rest, but not the red. Well, do that then. Like, if I had to, if I had to, I don't know. For me, it's bubbles, red wine, white wine, and occasional cocktail. Margarita as well, I'd probably say. It's probably my top four drinks. I can cut beer, no problem. I do enjoy a beer, but I don't need to drink it. I can cut all the other sh- cocktails. I can don't need a gin and tonic, not big on spirits. So at least if, if I could just have my wine, I'd be good. And I could do that. I could just be like, I only drink nice wine. That could be my rule. Who knows? 
I am sober now, have been for 46 months, a lot of judgment in the UK about it. So if you're judging people because they're sober or don't drink alcohol, you need to look at yourself and think, why am I judging this, pe- this person? This person? Why am I judging them? What's the point? That makes that person happy? Fair play. Would you ever judge someone like went to the gym every week and looked after himself? No, you wouldn't. So it's the same thing. The person who decided to go sober is probably because of health benefits, mostly. And when I say health benefits, it could be mental health, it could be physical health, uh, you know, anything. Let people be. Let people be sober if they want to be sober. Another person said, I hardly ever drink. Another person says, love a good bottle of wine and the sociability that comes with it. See, and I do enjoy that as well. I do enjoy having wine with my friends. That's probably one of my favorite things to do, like top top five, top three even, I don't know. But I do not like the aftermath of it. Even like my thoughts and feelings after drinking alcohol. I just I get disappointed in myself, you just feel more anxious, you feel depressed, you just, unless I'm in the sunshine, maybe, maybe, maybe I will have a complete change of heart when I move to France and the summertime comes, who knows. And the last three, not sure how else to get my escape from parenting or how to get excited something else. So I assume this person says that, not sure how they're going to escape their parenting. I am not a mother, so I feel like I can't really comment on that. But if you feel like you need a drink to escape parenting, I feel like there's, there's something not completely right here. I feel... But I don't know, as I said, I don't know, I'm not a mother, but I assume that there is, will be times where things are stressful and you probably have negative thoughts and you just want to just shut off. Totally get that, totally get that. I think you, that can be relatable in other scenarios as well, but with parenting, I don't know, I can't feel like I can't really comment on that. I would, I would say it's the same, like if you feel like you need alcohol to help you through something that's going on, that's never the answer. Um, and it, Or how to get excited about something else is probably what you uh, want to say. Well, try new things out. Like, if you mean like you want to get excited about something else than alcohol, just write a list of 20 different things you've never done before but ever thought about doing or thought, you know what, maybe I'd be good at that. And go through that list until you find something. And I guarantee you will find something you get excited about. And no fun. You're the kind of person who thinks people are boring because they don't drink. And the last one, social circumstances. So yes, it's, it's the social norm. It is our social life. It is society today that is causing us to drink more than actually most of us would like to do. So it is a minefield. It is a battlefield in your head as well because you're like, yes, I'll do this and this will feel good. But it's like, oh, I miss out on this. I feel like I can just talk about this for hours and hours because, as I said, it's such a big topic. It's such a fascinating topic. And it is a topic where there's so much to unpack and there's probably a lot more things that I didn't say today that I could, you know, unwrap and talk about. But this podcast is an hour long now. So I feel like we should probably put an end to this alcohol chat. But I'm thinking of becoming sober 
do maybe 100 days from next year. Now we do have, obviously, I'm moving to France. Will it be harder? Will this be exactly what I need? You know, I'm never one to like set myself too much, well, put too much pressure on myself. If I go to France and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go sober and I find out like no way I can be sober in this country because they do have a different culture there when it comes to wine as well, like completely different. You know, people will at least have wine for lunch, dinner, you know, like kids taste wine at a young age. Like this is completely different culture when it comes to alcohol and drinking there. So maybe it will be, it won't be impossible, but maybe I'll find it even more pressure on it. Because in Edinburgh, it would be super easy for me. But then again, I'm moving to a new country. I don't have any friends there or like I don't have like established a friends group. I was in a few people now, but I don't have anyone to kind of go and hang out with every weekend. So that could also be an easy way for me to be like, all right, let's do 100 first days in France. Let's do them sober. And it will be easy because there's not much social stuff. Like obviously it's the rugby they have to go to, but I don't have to buy a drink at the rugby, to be fair. You can get champagne, you can get red wine, you can get all the nice wines there, but it's not like, oh my God, this is the best wine I've ever had in my mouth. It's not like that. So that could also be easy. But then again, Dina, you're moving to a new country, you need to make friends, go and drink and, you know, spread your wings and, you know, be the social butterfly. I don't know, guys, I'm actually quite kind of excited to just have a few months by myself and get, you know, settled in and focus on my health and nutrition, maybe prep for a bikini competition. I feel like this might be the perfect time to do it. So I might do it, but I'm going to keep you updated, of course, and I'm going to share my journey if I do. I will do it. I will definitely do it, even if it's just for a month, but let's do 100 days. I feel like let's go for 100 days. Um, so yeah, if you enjoy today's podcast, please let me know. Please share on Instagram, tag me so I can reshare it. I would love to know your thoughts about this as well. Does anything hit home? Did you feel inspired? Are you going to go sober with me? Maybe I should put in a group together and we could all become sober together. Do a 100 days group. I need to find a cool name for that. Maybe I'll do that. If that's something you're interested in, actually DM me so I can know that people are interested. Um, And let's do a 100 days sober from January at one point. It probably won't be the first. Might be, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't made all the plans yet. Things are, so much is going on in my life, guys. And it's nearly Christmas. Anyways, I'm going to call it at that. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly means the world when people give me a message and say they're listening and they got something from it and they feel like they're getting to know me more and getting value from it as well. You know, that is what's really important for me that you get value from my content, whether it's the podcast or Instagram, a newsletter, whatever it is, or even when you buy my online plans, you know, it's really important to me that I provide value to you. And I just want to become better and better into that. So your feedback is super valuable to me. So it is Monday. I feel like it's Friday for some reason. Enjoy the rest of your day, morning, evening, whatever you're doing. Please leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. I feel like I'm repeating myself so many times now, so I'm going to call it that. Have a wonderful day and I will speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of High on Health. If you enjoyed today's episode or found it helpful, 
please share this episode on Instagram or any other social media platform and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave me a review as it helped me reach more people with this message. Until next time, stay curious, stay healthy and keep that gut feeling good.